Sportscast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the KFR Sportscast. We are here with EG Brian Gilbert, big sexy Jacob Rader, and of course the heel Jacob Bradley. And we are here to break down some of Sunday's games. And you know, let me get it started. Let me get it started with the biggest game of the week, the most meaningful game of the week. I talked last week about Buffalo going in for revenge against Kansas City. And boy, oh boy. Can you talk about revenge coming in to their house and dominating offensively, defensively? Kansas City looked absolutely lost. They are they they look a lot, they look like a shell of themselves lately. And Buffalo came in and showed they are the better team. And they are the new top dog in the AFC. And until something happens, until somebody can do anything remotely that good. There's no argument there. The only team right now that I can see Buffalo having a run for the money against, I would give it to the LA Chargers because they're playing really good football right now. And that is the one team I look out for and say, maybe give Buffalo, they give Buffalo run for their money. Beyond that, though, you can't change my mind. Buffalo came in and they did what I said I was going to do and even took Jake's bold prediction of winning by two scores more. I loved hearing that from Jake. The fact that he was right about that, it just, it feels so good. It feels so good to be a Bills fan this week, today, yesterday, every day, and for the rest of this season. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun ride. And, you know, that ideal, that idea of winning a Super Bowl does not seem far-fetched after that game. Dude, like, you know, like, it it just made me happy to see the Bills just put the a whomping and the stomping on the fucking Kansas City Chiefs. The chief, sorry, chief. Just one. <laughs> They're looking like they only have one chief out there. Anyway, um, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say right now that the Bills are the best team in the NFL. There, you can't change my mind about that. Uh, I mean, yeah, Arizona's four and zero. Yeah, but I mean, you tell me over the past over over the past few weeks, who's better played better football than the Buffalo? I'll wait. I'll wait. That yeah. week one loss was a fucking fluke. It was a fluke. It was a fluke. It's the one one blocked punt, and that's what literally made that game. I mean, yeah. So the the Bills are the best team in in the NFL. Like the, uh, on both sides of the ball, they have they have the offense. They have the the best defense. Like it's. It's just not even a contest. Like the, the, the Bills, I, I feel like it it's gonna take a, a lot of it's gonna take a lot to stop them. Um I when I when I went through and looked at their schedule, I said that this team could easily be a, a 14 or 15 win team, and it's looking like that is gonna come to fruition. So mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nothing else to be said. Josh Allen is just like, my God, like I sit here and watch this guy week in and week out and just improve every time he steps on the football field. And 
like you guys got got a gem in, in that guy. Let me tell you, th- there were there were moments where I was like, oh my god, this kid's looking like Brett Favre out there, a young Brett Favre, just out there wheeling wheeling and dealing, slinging that thing all over the place. You know, it was yeah. it was great. So hats That's off to the Bulls. And what? Where the fuck are the Kansas City Chiefs, man? Like, I'm I'm waiting yeah, my, for them to go up. And it's just my favorite. Not- my favorite comparison to that is what Matt said once: is like Josh Allen is literally Brett Favre with legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of legs, I mean, we got the leap 2.0. Oh, it's beautiful. It was amazing. It was fantastic. I mean. It was icing on the cake, man. Yeah, I mean, because Josh Allen looks like the most athletic, unathletic person in, like, the NFL. Like, you don't yeah. expect him to leap over just full people. Uh, but I'm – I mean, keeping it going, I mean, last week we had said that in the past few weeks uh, Buffalo has outscored their opponents 118 to 21 i mean now we're 156 to 41 i mean they are just ridiculous they're 18 and 1 and uh in games when they score 30 plus points and that one loss was the hail murray play last season uh one of the million play <laughs> yeah that one in a million play you know but josh allen has looked phenomenal obviously if it wasn't for week one we could be talking about Arizona and Buffalo being the last two undefeated teams in the NFL right now. Um, And we, we probably are talking about possible, the possibility of Buffalo, Arizona and the Super Bowl because, you know, because we are looking at two, probably the most completed teams in the NFL. Uh, yeah, see, like, you see, my th- only thing with that is I, I, yes, I feel like Arizona is still a very good team. They're definitely one of the top five teams in the NFL. <clears throat> but it's kind of like Phil said, uh, one of the last episodes is I, I still feel like the Rams are the best team in that division, even though the Arizona did put a good whooping on them. I, I still feel like the Rams have yet to play their best football. Um, you know, because I mean, as well as Matt Stafford's been playing, he's still learning that McVay offense. So once mm-hmm. he once it comes later in the season and he's fully learned that McVay offense and he's out there slinging the rock, I feel like I, I honestly feel like the Rams could come out of the NFC this year, uh, and I, I wholeheartedly believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's there's no doubt about that. Um, and to, to point out what you had said, you know, what's going on with the Chiefs? You know, uh, I think people are just kind of starting to figure out that Chiefs offense. I mean, everybody's seemingly getting pressure to Patrick Mahomes. There was a lot of reference to uh, that Sunday night game that Buffalo was running kind of the same defense that Tampa was running in that Super Bowl game. You know, keeping two safeties back and working that front four. Mm-hmm. bringing pressure to Patrick Mahomes and that's what's getting to him. And he's making these dumb mistakes, you know, that we hadn't really seen out of him. And so he's throwing interceptions and not taking care of the ball. So I think people yeah, are really you trying to figure that out. You got you, you, you to credit it to the way the Buffalo went out of their way to redesign that defensive line. They went yeah. out of the way, got young guys, got the vets and they got seven, they got nine solid defensive linemen all around that they healthily rotate 
Nobody mm. gets tired. Nobody gets winded. Everybody's like juiced up, ready to go. And Gregory Rousseau is really looking the part, man. Having that interception, deflecting it in the air, taking it away. Mm. It, it, Buffalo found the, probably the last thing they really needed to get them yeah. over that hump. Yeah, you know, it's kind of reminded me, like, the way the Buffalo is in rotating, like, defensive linemen like that, it, like, it reminds me of that, um, of that 07 Giants team where the Giants had Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck, OCU Manura, um, they had Matthias Kiwanuka in, in their rotating, uh, Barry Cofield in their rotating at D-line, Greg Tolleson. You know, like we we had a good seven or eight defensive linemen that we were steadily rotating in the lineup to keep them legs fresh. And this like reminds me exactly of that, the way that their pass rush is working, because it's like it, nobody's tired. Everybody's giving a full 100 percent every single play that is dangerous for other teams, because one offensive lines don't know what the hell like don't know what the hell's coming at them every given play. You know, so it's it's just mm-hmm. uh it's just fun to watch, man. This defense is like vastly improved from a year before, and they were still pretty good last year. Mm-hmm. That's true. So we can, you know, fantastic win by the Buffalo Bills in that revenge game of the AFC Championship from last year. Fantastic, love seeing it. And even with what an hour and a half delay for halftime, yeah. like to still come out and basically. You know, you're you're well resting a high powered offense, and you're giving the Bills defense even more rest on top yeah. of the rest that their players are already getting. So fantastic win by the Buffalo Bills. You know, just gotta. You know, th- they're gonna keep it rolling. I mean, like Jake said, they're a 14, 15 win team. Shit, they could be a 16 win team if they could lose week. If they could lose week one and then just run the schedule. Uh, bruh. To never lose again. And like, I, normally I would roll my eyes at that statement, but like, honestly, like, if any team could do it in this league, if any team could run the table from here on out, it's the Bills, dude. Like, yeah. Seriously, yeah, that'd, that'd be fantastic. So moving into one, you know, the the AFC rematch, championship rematch, into a matchup that was like basically the game of the week. Very high scoring, uh, the Cleveland Browns versus the L.A. Chargers. Cleveland Browns falling short, 42-47. to 47. So, over a 1,000 yards of offense between the two teams, putting up 89, 89 points. Just a ridiculous match. And, like, what's crazy is, like, Cleveland's defense hasn't been that bad. Right. 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 And, and, and the Chargers just made him look like poop out there. Right. <laughs> but, uh, it, that's just a testament to how good the Chargers actually are this season. Right. And even on the flip uh, side I of that. some crazy stat that said um, Cleveland is the first team to have over like 40 plus points with no turnovers and also like 500 yards of total offense with no turnovers. And they still mm-hmm. lost. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's wild. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. That is and, wild. and you can go on the flip side of that. I mean, the Chargers defense has been just as decent. Yeah. You know, obviously, they only allowed Oakland to score 14. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs, right? I mean, so they, they've played well 
as a defense and as a team as a whole. And they still allowed 42 points. What was crazy is, so going toward the end of the game, Austin Eckler having the, the mindset to stay in bounds, let the clock run, get down in bounds. But the very next play, the Browns defense carrying Eckler into the end zone. Eckler wanted to stop and the Browns defense carried him into the end zone so they could stop the clock and have enough time on the clock so that the Browns could potentially have a chance at a go-ahead touchdown on the other end. First time I've ever seen that. Kind of reminds me of the um of the Super Bowl 46 when um the Patriots just let Ahmad Bradshaw just like go in the end zone and he kind of like sat down and his ass went in the end yeah. zone. He like, or, like if he should score or not, that was like the most confusing thing ever. Yeah. Like literally reminded me of that. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, you know, it's, it's funny because it's like, you know, it's like, wow, a defense letting an offensive player score. That's, you know, really far fetched. But I mean, like sometimes if the clock is managed to where like, you know you that you're going to leave your offense enough time to go down the field and get the win. Sometimes you got to do it. Yeah, it, it showed that, that, listen, this game showed really two budding really good teams. And we had said it beforehand that this was going to be a really good game. And it, it tells you that Herbert's ready for that next level. And as I had said in the, the Buffalo review, that that's the team I feel like can hang with Buffalo. That is the team. Unfortunately, both of these teams, Buffalo does not see either of them on the schedule this year, which is unfortunate. I wish, I wish we played these two teams, but it is what it is. Um, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to seeing the Chargers take this momentum and keep moving forward because mm -hmm. they're a team I really believe in uh, also in the AFC. And even the Browns, even with the loss, even despite all letting up all the points and not winning the game, they hung in there. And, you know, Baker Mayfield took that next step as well along with the rushing game for the Browns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield, I mean, and obviously news coming out that Baker has a torn labium in his uh, non-throwing shoulder, you know, but with a with a run game like that, like, you don't, you don't have to throw the ball as much, which is, which is nice and it's going to be good for him. But, yeah, uh, we're going to move into my game, which was amazing. I freaking loved it. Not going to lie, though. Miami had me in the first half. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. We all knew what was going to happen now. Come on. Yeah, but still, like, being there, it was kind of nervous. So, you know, opening possession of the game. Miami goes down, scores a field goal. Tampa goes down, scores a touchdown. Miami goes down, scores a touchdown. And then Tampa goes down, scores a field goal, 10-10. I'm like, okay, this is this is too close. I don't, I don't need this anymore. And we pull away a little bit. I think we go three and out in the, the start of the second half. And Miami goes down and scores a touchdown and brings it within one possession. I'm like, fuck. Like, I, I can't deal with this right now. I was like, I was like, I swear to God, if we lose to Miami, this is gonna be such a long ride home. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't even I can't even bear with this. 
And then thankfully Miami showed up and uh you know the rest is the rest is history for that. I mean that whole game, I mean that whole game was Antonio Brown. I mean that's it was his game. It was Antonio Brown's game. Uh so yeah. Uh, you know, I like I said at the beginning of the year, like uh, Antonio Brown is starting to look like he's coming back to, you know, old A.B. form. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be scary for, you know, a lot of teams in the NFC if that's uh, if that's the case, because then you got like three all pro caliber receivers in that Tampa Bay offense that you have to account for, plus having. Uh, accounting for probably the best red zone threat of all time, Rob Gronkowski. Um, you know, it's <laughs> that's that's a fucking scary offense. You know, even how bad, how thin their secondary is, that offense is scary. Uh, you know, and Leonard Fournette is you know actually starting to play some decent football now. Um, yeah, it's it's a fucking loaded offense, um, but yeah. That that yeah. I, we all knew what was going to happen, you know. Miami's not very good. It was a uh, it was a game that Tampa's offense kind of needed to just kind of respark up after not looking so hot against New England. Uh, yeah. They got it rolling. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, even Mike Evans showed up and had two touchdowns too. Tampa Bay just showing who we thought they were. And on the Miami side, uh, what the hell, Miles Gaskin? Really, two touchdowns now? You want to do it now? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I had actually I had him on my I had him on my fantasy bench. And when I start him next week, he will have three point six. Probably. Yeah, I had I had him on my bench because I'm like, uh, I don't really want to start Gaskin against Tampa's defense. I'm like, you know, let me throw somebody else in there. And then I looked after the game and he had like thirty nine points, and I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me. I mean, it was all that – it was, like, all the receiving out of the backfield. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's that's what happens when, you know, Tampa's defense, their secondary is just, you know, crapshoot right now. Yep. You know, so, you know, the the issue is – and my dad and I talked about this. The the issue is is that, you know, our secondary is depleted. But, you know, we're, we're getting pressure up front. And forcing three and outs, you know, four plays and out, five plays and out, you know, and that's what we did against Miami. Um, not so much against uh, New England or the Rams. Like you guys said, even even that Rams game, like our offense, the Rams game, the New England game, offense kind of looked nah. You know, I, and I'll be completely honest. Like even I was like, uh, "Shit, here we go!" You know, Super Bowl slump. This is this is what it's all about. Yeah, your so, Super Bowl slump is four and one. Yawn. <laughs> oh, Super Bowl slump four and one. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a. I mean, it's a lucky four and one. I mean, really, it it technically should be like three and two. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, because New England put up a hell of a game against us. I mean, and they did. If, if they would have won, they would have deserving, deservingly won. I mean, but yeah, it was exciting. I loved it. Loved to see it. I told, I told my dad it was going to be memorable because the first time I ever seen Tampa Bay play was against Philly when my wife and I went, and the score was exactly the same, 45 to 17. So very memorable. It was awesome. I had a great time. Got burnt in the sun, just cooked, just yeah. cooked in that Florida sun. Yeah, I just want to, uh, I just want to do a little quick sidebar, r- real fast, and uh, say how happy I was to see that my prediction was right about Chicago beating the Raiders. That oh was yeah, really nice. That was really nice to see. Yeah, and then you know that that brings us into this. We'll we'll go over you know some of the scores around the NFL for Week Five. So the Thursday night game, the Rams took out the Seattle Seahawks, twenty six to seventeen. The London game, uh, the Jets went down to from the Falcons, twenty to twenty seven. I will say that the Jets did you know make a make a fight back to try and come back in that game, just a little too late. Uh, the Lions funded the sperm bank. Nope, couldn't. The Lions falling short yet again. I thought this the was Lions gonna be their week. Make, the Lions make me sad. Oh, dude, that 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 broke my heart. That broke my heart watching oh, that. Oh, and, and then the, the post game interview with Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell was even all choked up and everything. And I just feel so bad for them. Like, this is what the probably the fifth game but at least the second the second game where they lost on a game winning uh game winning field goal they went bold got they went bold got the two and it was like yeah and then it was like why it's like yeah i just i hate it for him i thought this was going to be the one two i thought they were going to sneak one away from minnesota but i just i i do i want them i want them to win i do so what bad, a game, it, damn it! Come on, Detroit, win one game. I mean, because I'd I'd rather I'd rather them win one than like Jacksonville to win one. Right. Like, um. But moving in, the Saints took out Washington by eleven thirty-three to twenty-two. So Washington again, Washington's defense kind of struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Not, no. They, they, were they were overrated, man. It's just kind of what it comes down to. Um, the Patriots making a monster comeback uh, against the Texans. The Texans had that, uh, I believe, twenty-two to, I think like nine, at one point, or something like that. And then Patriots end up coming back, and Patriots win twenty-five twenty-two. Yeah, they made Randy sweat that game out. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Uh, the awful kicking fest that happened in Cincinnati. Five missed field goals. I don't even got words for that game. I don't have words. McPherson thinking that he hit the the one to to end the game that hit the flag that went wide right or wide left rather. I can't. Mason Crosby, man. Bullet. Yeah. 
<laughs> For real. <laughs> like, you missed two in the fourth quarter, one in overtime. Like, come on, this man dude. always missing field goals. How does this man still have a job? For real. How does this man still have a job? Like, I feel like this man misses way too many field goals to still have a job. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, time to retire, Mason. Dude, get out of here. Uh, the, uh, the Steelers showing back up for the first time in three weeks. Uh, winning 27-19 over the Broncos. Uh, yeah, fucking Deontay Johnson. Just randomly scoring two touchdowns this week for no reason. Fuck him. Uh, and then news from that game, obviously, Juju Smith-Schuster are going to be out for the rest of the season um, with a shoulder injury. So, I guess, you know. Felt, felt bad. You see him crying when he came off the field. It was unfortunate. It, it is. It's terrible when a player goes down like that. Um, but keep an eye out for him on TikTok because he'll have a whole lot of time. Oh. Um, I'll start trying to do some damage. Ow, my shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Renegade. Ah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> um, my prediction, the Eagles over the Carolina Panthers. Thank you, Philadelphia, for beating the Panthers 21 to 18, making their comeback. You know, the Eagles, the Eagles can do well. Apparently, apparently a fan at that game screaming so loud, pissed off the Eagles are getting their ass whooped that she had passed out and woke up in the hospital and was told, hey, they won. Oh, no <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> I found that That's hilarious. So I, I read something about that. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, can you imagine that being you? Like, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. Like, Bro, that's uh, wild. <laughs> uh, the Titans taking down the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on their way to making history. Uh, they are, what, 0-22 now? Ugh. Since winning their first game last year. Oh, the 0-26. Oh, 0-26. Oh, For Brian's sake, he hopes they beat that record. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it here. Of course, I don't have it on here. Oh, they don't have it. Okay, so what? What? Yeah, what? They're owing twenty-two though, right? Yeah. Owing twenty. Owing twenty. It's twenty. Owing twenty. Okay. Okay, so they're owing twenty. Going after the seven. Yeah, going after the seventy-six Tampa Bay Bucks. Owing twenty-six. Let's hope it happens. I don't want to hold that record forever. Um, but, yeah, Titans winning that one thirty-seven to 19 uh, As Jake had mentioned, the Bears going going up over Vegas, 20-9. to 9. Justin Fields looking like he's stepping in, into his position. Uh, heard on the radio on the way down to Tampa that should the Bears offer Matt Nagy a contract extension, and the first thing that went to my head was, hell no. 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 Like, I don't care how well Justin Fields does. I don't care if they make the play. I don't care if they win the Super Bowl. 
Matt well, Nagy. I don't know. No. I don't know. No. If you win the Super Bowl, that kind of guarantees you save your job there. Like, I don't think they will, but I mean, yeah, that would be that would be a bad look if the Bears fired their head coach after he just won a Super Bowl. I mean, come on, that would be that'd be it a would, little ridiculous. It wouldn't be him though. He didn't. He wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, let's see. We also, got a, the, uh, go also, also the news of uh, John Gruden getting fucking shit canned. Oh well, yep. resigned. resigning. Yes, after the unfavorable emails. That popped up from back uh, 10 years ago. He's uh, going to be Gruden grinding his way ass back on the couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's such a, such a bad thing to see. Like, um, and it sucks, too, because I feel like the Raiders are going to be actually a playoff team this year, and now it's just a big-ass question mark. Right. Like, yeah. how they're, how they're going to fare without – without Gruden, you know, like, cause that was like, really, I mean, like it, it was much you want to say bad about the guy. Like, I mean, that was the whole, like he, he was a hell of a football coach, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so yeah. All right. Uh, again, our first look at Trey Lance uh, in San Francisco is goes down to the only undefeated team in the NFL. The Arizona Cardinals win that 17, 10. Trey Lance didn't look too bad for his first start in the NFL. I will say he did not look terrible. Obviously, the Cardinals' defense won that game, as we've seen mostly their offense all season. And we've seen some of their defense, but we saw that their defense won this game for them. It was a game I said could be close, and it was. Mm-hmm. Um. The Dallas Cowboys roll over the New York Giants, 44 to 20. The Giants losing Saquon to a low ankle sprain and Daniel Jones to a concussion and also Kenny Galladay to a, I believe, a hyperextended knee. Yeah, I honestly think it's time to start saying that Saquon Barkley's a bust. Yeah, I think we're getting there. Like, the, the guy's unreliable. The guy is unreliable. He can't stay healthy. Um, yeah, it's it's sad. And honestly, I feel I really feel bad for Daniel Jones because like as, as soon as the kid was starting to gain some sort of momentum as far as like playing good quarterback, you know, playing good football quarterback, uh, he gets smacked in the head and deals with a concussion. I I don't know how that play wasn't flagged or no penalty was called on that play. But if that would have been like somebody like, but like Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray, that flags would have been flying, you know, but you know, don't, you know, they say they want it. This is a league that wants to protect the quarterback and, and then seeing a quarterback get injured like that, no repercussions on the other side for it. I just felt like that was a little, that was some bullshit. I will say though, I will say though that, um, in relation to the Giants, as we know, Jake in, in past in past weeks has worn the boss. Well, the boss happened to make it all the way down into Tampa. Did your dad wear it? It was not my dad. No, it was another fan. Oh yeah. So there, there was a there was a boss down in there. Was actually a couple few of them. 
there were some bosses down in Tampa this weekend. Uh, and as we round out our week five matchups, the Indianapolis Colts, who looked really well against Baltimore, but oh. did end up choked it away, gave up a 25 to nine lead. And Lamar Jackson, Marquise Brown, and Mark Andrews really coming back and winning in overtime 31 to 25. Lamar Jackson actually, like, he played very well. He did a career night. He had a career night playing, like, quarterback, like, passing the ball. Like, he did phenomenal passing the ball. Like, he made some really good throws out there last week or last night. He he did well. And, uh, of course, you know, that happens. And uh, the the matchup I had in fantasy in another league, I get scored on 162 points. But, you know, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, he, he did really well. 37 of 43 for 442 yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions. So he did very well. But yeah, that rounds out our week five matchups and our Sunday slash Monday recap, I guess. Yeah. Any last thoughts on week five as before we close it out, fellas? Um. Is it is it draft time yet? Is it draft time yet? Can we can we trade Saquon yet? Can we uh can we can we fire Joe Judge yet? Oh, <laughs> or wow. something? Can it just be over? Can this season be over already? Part, part one of uh, revenge was this week. Next week, Buffalo takes care of Tennessee for ruining my fucking birthday last year. There we go. All right. Other than that, we thank you guys and appreciate you guys for tuning in to watching KFR Sportscast. This has been BG Brian Gilbert, The Heel, Jacob Bradley, and Big Sexy himself, Jacob Rader. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KFR SPRTS Cast. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that little bell so you can get these notifications for when we post out videos also if you can't watch us you can listen to us we are on spotify anchor google podcast apple podcast anywhere that you go we can go with you also if you'd like to pick up some merch it is in the link below in the description right down there down there kind of like kanye's album down there okay anyways (laughs) Uh, But we appreciate you guys for tuning in to KFR Sportscast. We look forward to seeing you next time. Again, this has been BG, Big Sexy, and The Heel. Signing off for now. Peace out. Big Sexy out.